Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. Honestly, I think every job that you have, you need to have some sort of work wife, work husband, some sort of relationship there because it really elevates your experience in any workplace, Um, especially in nursing where it's such a teamwork sort of job where you have to rely on others to really get through your shift because 12 hours is a long time. So I do work at a hospital still. I still practice as a bedside nurse. And over the five years that I've been at that job, I have formed relationships with my colleagues. And it's wonderful because we've formed this group at our hospital and we've actually moved it to like a friendship outside of the hospital and it's become more of a family. And I think that's very important. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, a family nurse practitioner, and chief nursing officer here at Nurse.org. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I personally experienced, and that's having a work wife. Or you might have a work husband, a work spouse, but regardless, it's someone, it's like family at work. It's someone you have a close relationship, someone who makes works fun, right? Um, so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about what is a work spouse? Are they healthy? Are they not healthy? What are the pros and cons? How do you vet someone to be a work wife and all of those great things? So on this special episode, I'm actually bringing on my work wife, okay? I'm sharing her with you. Don't get too personal because again, it's my work wife, not yours, Okay. Although I'm pretty sure she, you know, she might be cheating. She might be have another work spouse somewhere at another job, but that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. But I'd like to introduce to you guys, my friend and my colleague, Rachel Braganza. She is a master's prepared advanced practice nurse. She's been a tele nurse for over six years and an NP for over a year now. And we work together. Oh, and by the way, she can sing and dance her butt off. And she's a TikTok queen, just so you know. So make sure to follow her on all of those, you know, Instagram and TikTok and things like that. She actually turned me on to TikTok. And we actually, listen, we did a TikTok dance at work, but we'll get into that because these are the things that your work spouse gets you to do, stuff that you didn't plan on doing. Welcome to the show, Rochelle. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for forever. <laughs> I know, you guys, we've been talking about this episode for a long time because she gets me, I get her, and then we're at work. It's just like, it's harmonious. It's just like, we're so much more productive together. We have so much more fun. The hard moments, we get through them, I think a lot easier. Um, but that's all the benefits of having a, a work wife. So I want to go down memory lane a little bit. Rachel, do you remember when we started working together? Like, I don't know, I can't recall our first encounter. Can you? I honestly cannot. <laughs> to be honest, I think we didn't what we did work together but it was just such a stressful time with covid on the rise and everything we were very like focused on what the job was and i think our job at the time was sort they were sort of 
finding a flow, like a workflow that worked for us. It wasn't until we actually perfected that workflow that you and I were able to kind of look at each other and, you know, we started talking. I think is when we when you told me you were full, half Filipino. Oh, and... yeah, yeah, the connection. <laughs> we connected on something personal, on a personal level. Yes, yeah. So after that, you know, we would talk about food and we just connected through that and our culture and it just, it blossomed from there. Yeah, it did. It did. Although I'm a little upset you don't remember when we first met. You're supposed to remember oh those God. type of things, like in, a rela- in important relationships. Um, <laughs> but guys, just so you, just to give a little background. So uh, Rochelle and I met each other during, obviously during the pandemic. We started working at the same place. And because it's the pandemic, all these new jobs popped up, right? You know, COVID testing sites, uh, vaccine sites, and all of these things. And so our role kind of was just created and it evolved and we weren't really even really sure what the workflow is but you know knowing that there was a need in the community and working for a large company we were able to kind of figure it out and I think when when you know we all go to work and we know that we have a job to do so like Rochelle was saying it was very stressful we, we were just so focused on the job and that's kind of like when you're new on the job and you don't know anyone there yet you're just doing your job but then you look across the room you make eye connection and you connect on something personal and we connected uh, on the cultural level. I'm half Filipino, Rachel's Filipino. And so there you have it. And, the, and for my Filipino nurses, you all know, you know the special connection and especially around food. So good. So good. And we'll have stories about food too. Okay. And so Rachel, let me ask this, because I know you, like every other, like most nurses, we also work somewhere else, right? This special relationship, this work-wife relationship that we have at our job do you find yourself having that same connection with other people that you work with at your other job? AKA, are you cheating? No, I'm just like, <laughs> I am cheating. I will say that. for the first. Oh, no. um, But honestly, I think every job that you have, you need to have some sort of work wife, work husband, some sort of relationship there because it really elevates your experience in any workplace, um, especially in nursing where it's such a teamwork sort of, job where you have to rely on others to really get through your shift because 12 hours is a long time. So I do work at a hospital still. I still practice as a bedside nurse. And over the five years that I've been at that job, I have formed relationships with my colleagues. And it's wonderful because we've formed this group at our hospital and we've actually moved it to like a friendship outside of the hospital and it's become more of a family. And I think that's very important. Yeah. It is important. And just for people who are listening, I mean, obviously Rachel and I already talked, we're already calling each other work wives, but for those of you who may not be new to that terminology, cause you may have one and not know, or it might be a work husband, right? So the reason why we call, let's just use the word term work spouse. is because you spend a lot of time at work, so much time at work. So because you're there so long, it's, almost inevitable that you'll develop some form of relationship with someone. Hopefully it's a good relationship, not a bad one, right? But but you're working closely with each other. And especially as nurses and during the pandemic, you know, getting through such stressful times, such a heavy workload, such a high demand, it's important that you trust the people that you work with. Um, trust is necessary and we have to work well together. I mean, we are taking care of patients, we're running codes, we're doing all kinds of things, covering each other, so we got to work well together. And so those characteristics mimic those of an actual marriage. And it kind of feels like marriage. You have to go in, you have to 
you know, be present. You have to do your job. You have to communicate. You have to trust. You also have to be willing to receive and help. It's not only about the good and fun times when we're celebrating around food and party time, but it's also those times when there's like all the admissions are coming or, you know, there's a code or, or there's multiple priorities going on and we have to step up to the plate. And so trust is very important. What else do you think is important in a work spouse, Rachel? Trust, I believe, is the number one thing between the two. We built our trust between each other. For example, like now when you and I are sitting next to each other, we don't even have to say anything. We just know exactly <laughs> exactly what to do, when to jump in. Like I, I give you a look and you're like, okay, I'll do it. And I didn't have to say a word. And I absolutely love that. I miss that so much. <laughs> um. <laughs> Gosh, she's talking about the look of like, okay, so like we're working, like we're jamming. We're working really hard. Something's happening. And we've come to work with each other so much and know each other so much that we've learned to pick up on each other's physical cues and, you know, verbal cues. Like, okay, Rachel said this, Mm-mm. that's code for this, this, and this. So I know how to respond in that situation. So it's kind of like, your boo or your bae, like knowing like when you're in a bad mood, how to handle that, how to pull you through. Like she knows when I just need to eat. Like, oh, Alice is just, she just need a snack. Or like I'm tired or I'm overwhelmed. And Rochelle said she would throw me a look. Yeah, she would throw me a look when she there was something she didn't want to do. Like it was in front of her. She didn't want to do it. And she's just looking at me like, it's kind of like, bae. Kind of, kind of you, you, you remember. It's like that honey-do <laughs> list. Like, oh. <laughs> Honey, will you like? She don't have to say it. I can look at her face, like, fine, here, just give it to, <laughs> to me. I'll do it. And some employers, I'll say this. I used to work at Sharp Memorial. Shout out to my folks in San Diego. But they always talked about having a best friend at work. And this is kind of really what this is. Only you don't really want your your boss telling you to be the best friend at work. You just want to innately, naturally develop these type of work relationships. So although we said trust is important, communication. So I can pick up on Rachelle's cue. She could pick up on mine, and we can communicate. We could communicate. And there were times, I'll to be honest, there were some times where there something would go down and I would say something probably inappropriate and Rachel would like, she knew how to clean it up for for, the, <laughs> for me. She knew like, well, what she means is, and she would just clean it up. And in my head, I'm like, no, no, I didn't. I meant what I said, but she's going to clean it up and make it look nice so I don't get in trouble type of thing. <laughs> you have to cover each other and, you know, yes. I mean- that's you and I did that for each other. I didn't do yes. it. So, yeah. Yes, we would. So trust, communication, um, but we also found a rhythm, right? We did. In our workflow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The beginning of the day, it's not even what do you want to do today? I'll do this today. No, we sat down. Like I said, we never said a word to each other about what we were going to do that day. You just automatically boom, boom, boom. Everyone knows exactly what you're going to do. We look at each other, give give the uh, the a okay, like okay, you can do this today. She got it. She got, oh, she's on the phone. God, I'm just gonna sit here and wait. <laughs> you know, right, that sort of thing. But definitely, I, I think like understanding is right. something between you know work spouses that you have to have because if one person you know is busy or you're supposed to be doing something, and I wouldn't mind doing things for now, like picking up workload because I know you're busy, you have things to do, and then vice versa. Exactly. So I would pick up for her when, you know, certain times that she would pick up for me. So we do that for each other because everybody's going to have a moment. Maybe you need to step away because you have to talk to make your dental appointment or something, you know, 
And so Rachel's like, okay, she's making her dental appointment. Let me just go ahead and cover her real quick. And that, you know, with no questions asked because we cover each other and we don't keep tally. Well, I did this today. So you do this tomorrow. It was just like, I got you. It's like when you go out with your, your friends and it's like, you know, oh, I got this, but nobody's keeping tally on. Well, Sally paid this time. I paid this. It's your turn. Like we don't have to do that. It's just an understanding. And we knew each other's gifts. Um, like, okay, Rachel is really good at this. She's quick with this. She knows this. Alice is really good with this. She likes to talk. So I'm gonna go ahead and let her talk to the patients. Like that was some of the fun stuff at work that would get us through some of our tough moments. Now, what about when we were like super busy going crazy? Like, how do you think, you know, how, how does a work spouse really pull you through those times? And, you know, you can talk about us or, you know, at your other job, like what does your spouse do? And mind you guys, we're talking about work spouse. So if somebody's really married, I'm not, I'm not endorsing cheating or extramarital relationships. This is all about, this is in fun talking about your work relationships. What I really loved about us is yes, there was a time when it got really busy, really stressful. And we were both just quiet doing our job. And you know, like the silence between us wasn't uncomfortable. It wasn't like an awkward silence. It was you know, just us knowing that we have to do our job. But when you saw, when you were finished with your portion of your chores or tasks or whatever we had to do that day, and you looked over and you saw that I was kind of juggling a lot of things, the minute I would get off a phone call with a patient, my favorite thing that you did is you would sing to me and you would say, you're doing a good job. <laughs> so I loved that. And the great thing about us is we had each other's theme song that we would just oh, yeah. randomly play when we know we're doing something amazing. You know, I'll play it for you. I'll do a little dance for you. It's about like the tension just melting away, taking a second to just really appreciate each other, bring each other up, support each other. Um, and that really got us through the day. Yes. So if we didn't laugh, we would cry almost, right? So they were like the pick-me-up songs. And I would do that. Like, bitch, you doing a good job. You doing a good job. And we would dance. But let me tell you, Rachelle is a way better dancer than I am. I just need y'all to know that. Uh, and we would play music. Oh, my goodness. We would be jamming. When it was appropriate, when it was appropriate. But then also, in relationships, you have, you know, your high moments, your low moments. And there were times where, because we had developed this professional work, uh, this relationship, you know, we shared a lot of personal things. Things that were going on in our families, in our relationships, things that weren't going on in our relationships. Like, all of the, all the tea was spilt. We spilt all the tea. There would be times we were crying at work, crying, y'all. Like, oh my God, girl, I can't believe he, da, 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 da. And, you know, so we would give each other advice. We would like send each other like memes and gifts to kind of like, you know, to coincide with whatever we were talking about. And so it was really a friendship that extended beyond just work, but into our personal lives. So I think that's, I think that's important. And let's see, I can't, I can't think of any, well, let me, and some of y'all are like, you know, we're talking about this. I can't really think of any time Rochelle got on my nerves though. I probably got on her nerves a couple of times. No. no, no, it's okay. But you know what? It's okay though, because people that you care about and that you love also do sometimes get on your nerves. I'm pretty sure I was talking to patients and Rochelle was probably in her head like, girl, if you don't stop talking to that patient and you know, cause how patients pull you in, they like talk to you forever. And I'm just like, just chatting it up. But I'm, you know, I'm just thinking of times where I could have gotten on Rachel's nerves. I can't think of when she, she's gotten on my nerves. And even if she did, she probably gave me food later in the day. So it was like, for all is forgiven. 
That was important. We know each other's coffee orders. We know Ooh. each other's like snack orders. Yes. Like we, yes. we just brought it to each other. No questions asked. We knew exactly what to get each other. Wait a minute. I know some people are like, we don't even have time to eat or drink at work. I'm sorry if that's your story. You know, whether it's at the end or the, the top of the shift, end of the shift, but somehow, some way. But Starbucks was always on the menu. Even more than Starbucks, it was boba. Listen, I didn't necessarily drink boba before working with Rochelle. And then she put me on to winter melon with boba. And I was just like, that, I want that all the time. But anyways, wherever we were ordering, whether it was, we knew each other's order. And then there are some other folks that we worked with. Shout out Patrick, who would always was willing to go, was down to go get the food. But Patrick just knew. He's like, you want a warmed up blueberry muffin and a creme brulee tall from Starbucks? And like, we knew each other's order. And I loved that about our team. It's like team, family. Um, and I know Rachel's on here, but we, you guys, there's a whole family. Shout out. We should shout everybody out. Patrick, Diana. Claudia. Claudia. Alex. Alex. Um, Tim, Tim. and the, like <laughs> the crew was there, right? But it's, it's wonderful having a close relationship with people that you work with. Now, for people who may be new to a job or new to a unit, um, Rochelle, what advice would you have for them as far as like, let's say you're new to a place and you don't have any work friends. How, do you, how, do, how does someone get from new to a unit to kind of what we have? See, that's always hard. So I see this a lot in the hospital when we get a new batch of new grads. They're timid, they're shy, they're new. So it's, it's natural to be that way. You don't know anyone. My advice to anyone starting in a new environment is to try and really try and open up. I'm not saying go crazy and like try to jump into conversations and try to crash people's parties. No, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> but, you know, try to, you know, start with a small talk as you normally would in any, like in any situation. Um, try and find a middle, like a common ground something you can bond over. I feel like that's where all relationships start. And I feel like all of my work relationships all started like that. We all we just stumbled across a topic that we could both talk about and relate to. And it just grew from there. And you figure out if this person is someone you want to keep in your life, or if you know, if it's just someone in passing. Right. I agree with that. And I think, you know, being new anywhere is always hard. It's just like, am I going to have any friends? And I know you're there for work. And some people are like, well, I don't need any friends at work. I just come and I just do my job. And while that may be true and you can do your job, it makes it so much easier when you have built relationships with those that are working around you because it takes teamwork makes the dream work. And I will say this for people who are new to the unit, you know, like Rochelle said, be open be friendly, communicate, eye contact, I think is good. What I will say is, and I know it can be hard because if you're going through something, you're going through something, but I wouldn't necessarily spill all my tea about me and my, my drama on the first day. Okay. I would, I would allow someone to first get to know me and how I am professionally, because at the end of the day, this is a workplace. Okay, guys. So we, we do, there's a level of professionalism, collegialism, and, you know, appropriateness that we must have. Now, once you've established that, you know, I, this is who I am, I know how to do my job and, you know, that you're consistent and trustworthy and reliable, I think that's when the people will start to let their walls down a little bit and be like, okay, I want to know more about this person and, you know, and then the friendship can build. Because I think if I would have came the first day and spilled all my beans to Rochelle, she might be like, oh, girl, she got drama. Uh-uh. Like, you know, <laughs> that to happen. She probably thinks I have a lot of drama anyways, because I do, but 
<laughs> at least she knows who I am professionally. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's what I love. Like you are so professional when we're at our job. When patients are coming in and out, you and I are like sitting there. We clean it up. Completely focused. We really we clean up really well. And the minute patients are gone, that's when you and that's when you and I really connected. <laughs> yes. That's when we we chop it up. We're listening to songs. We're just talking about things. Just FYI, we are doing, our, we do our job really, really, really well. Okay. Really well. I actually attribute that to having, you know, working with someone who I trust, who is fun, who I can talk with. And if, you know, there are days where I've had a moment and I maybe need to step back. And, but when I've stepped back, Rachel has stepped up for me. So to the patient and to everyone else, it's seamless. Nothing, there's nothing to be looking at. It's like an every day, but because she's my work wife, she knows me. Like there are times where I may, I might be doing something or just, you know, maybe a little more quiet. She's like, you okay? What's going on? Yes. Right. yes. And then I look at her, my lip trembling, trying to fight the tears. I'm fine. No, you're not. Bitch, what's going on? And so like, we just, <laughs> it was like having a therapist also at work. Right. So that, you know, having a, a work spouse is very important in that sense. It makes you more productive too. So I've been very selfish with Rochelle and with working with her. Rochelle, if you could tell us a little bit about because we're outpatient. Now you also, you know, you're still in the hospital, you're working uh, on a telemetry unit, still in, in the bedside uh, nurse role. What is that like with, with, a, mm. with your work wife there? I'm salty. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I have multiple work. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So the way Sister I was wives. Actually, Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I was Sister actually one wives. of the new kids. <laughs> Sister work wives. I was actually one of the new people that showed up at that job. And I did, I, I'm friendly. I'm very open, I'm open personality. So I was able to talk to people. I was able, I was able to build those relationships. And to be honest, like I said, 12 hours is a long time to be working. It's a very high stressful environment. Um, but to have, this is to, to nursing specifically, to have someone that you can call your work spouse, these are the people that you will turn to when you need a task that no one wants to do. I'm talking about all the hygienic stuff for patients and all the messy things. They're the person that you, exactly. Yes. They're the person you turn to and say, I really need your help with this. I need to turn this patient. I need to do this and that. And they're the ones that will always have your back. In fact, like, uh, like for a patient that needs a hard stick, let's just say that a patient that's a hard stick, no one can can get an IV on this patient. At times, someone will come up to me and say, can you help me with this? But it's not to put the IV in. It's there to be support. It's there to you know hold the patient's hand and let them know that this is a professional. They've got it. And you're just silently cheering on your work spouse, letting them know that you got it. And most of the time when you have that support system, you can successfully get through a lot of tasks. It doesn't feel like work because you're having fun doing it. So yes, it's very important. You get the job done. You get it done faster. Um, it's more enjoyable. And also you, you learn so much from each other and you, because you're with each other so much. So, you know, especially if you're working full time, you start to pick up on some of their, we adopt or take on some of their language, some of their habits, maybe how they dress a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Listen, I was, I, what was it? I think my stomach was growling 
And then Rochelle said, I'm hungry. And I'm, I was like, oh my gosh, I, in my head, I thought she heard my tummy and she was, just, no, she didn't. She was just hungry. So like, we've learned to eat at the same time. We've like, I, no lie. Like there was one day I was like, I was about to eat a banana. She's like, I have a banana too. One day I had an orange. She's like, oh my gosh, I have an orange I have too. An orange now, I know too. that's a little creepy, but it's just like, we've become so like lock, step and key with each other that we've learned we've taken on the same some of the same likes and interests and things like that now that's the positive side there probably are some negative things but we just can't recognize them right now but you know i'm pretty sure because sometimes my mouth Rachel is really good at cleaning stuff up for me sometimes somebody will ask us something and i'll be like straight shooter like and just say it, and then Rachel's like well what she means is and she'll like clean it up and make it really nice so maybe she didn't pick that up for me, but there, you know, there might be some times where we could inadvertently pick up a bad habit from a work spouse too. So I want people to be aware of that. Um, it might be a language. It might be a little bit of potty mouth. It might be something like that. But when you have a work spouse, you know, we're around them so much, we take on the good, the bad, and just, you know, but we don't care because we're having fun and we like working with each yeah, other. They were great. And like, we were never, (laughs) we do get everything done. What I loved about us is we were never jealous of each other or, you know, our accomplishments. We always, you know, brought it up. I always want to bring you with me. For example, going up for a higher degree. I know you're the person to do that with me. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Or, you know, like the big purchases, all the big girl purchases. Anytime you were a big boss, I was there with your song saying, I'm not going to sing it. I can't sing it. (laughs) But we have a bossy song. Yes. Okay. So wait a minute. Let me just back up a little bit. So Rochelle has decided she was going to go for her doctorate degree. Okay. Now I previously was on track to do that, but life happens and I kind of took a pit stop and I'm like, then I kind of changed my mind that I didn't want to go. And Rochelle's like, you should go with me. We should do this together. And at first I was like, no, 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 no. And now I'm like really considering it. So these are some of the things that your work spouse will do. They will have you trying things that you wouldn't normally try or going places or doing things that you wouldn't normally do. But it's healthy to have, you know, your work spouse also have ambition and drive and goals. They don't necessarily have to be your exact goals, but, you know, they're they're still a go-getter. And I think that's part of what attracts you to someone who makes, you know, your your work spouse because it's like a little bit of healthy competition and inspiration at the same time. And not to mention, you know, she's very skilled, very knowledgeable. So I love working with people like that. So when a situation comes up, when Rachel says an answer is going to do something, I feel good about that answer. Cause I know Rachel knows what she's talking about compared to some other people. They say something. I'm like, girl, I don't know. Hold on. Let me double check because I'm not, stop. <laughs> I'm not as, maybe not as confident in, you know, their decision-making capability whatever, but I'm confident with Rachelle because I've worked with her so much and I've seen her go, handle so many different situations. I'm like, oh, she got this. Sometimes a problem will arise. I don't even stick around and listen to it because I know she got it. I ain't got to worry about it. Rachelle got it. She's good. My, my favorite is when we got a phone call. I don't know if it was from a disgruntled patient, if it was from someone calling for something. The minute she answered the phone, she gives it to me and says, charge nurse. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So Rachel is a charge nurse. Now, mind you, I do do media and I'm able to, you know, have collegial conversations, but sometimes I don't want to be bothered. And so when it, and Rachel is extremely, exceptionally good with her PR, her language. 
kind of that, she got that good charge nurse vocabulary. So I'll just, something comes up. I'm like, oh, I just automatically give it to her. Although we both can handle the situation because we're both nurse practitioners. I just automatically give her the phone because I know that's her gift. I'm like, oh, Rachelle here, charge nurse. They'd like to speak with you. And she's looking at me like, who made me charge nurse? I did. Okay. There's only two MPs, but I didn't made you charge nurse. She didn't know about it, but I told her she's charge nurse. So she just knows she's charge nurse. <laughs> She's made me perfect my customer service voice. <laughs> oh, you're good at it though. Yeah. And so when somebody comes in with an issue, there's a question of like, oh, is, is, can I speak to the supervisor charger? Here she is, Rachel. Somebody would like to speak with you. Although they're, you know, we've not necessarily been designated as such. I know that's what she's good at. And so I'm going to go ahead and give that to her. And I'm pretty sure there are things that I'm probably good at that she would just hand over to me. You are amazing at patient education. So oh, thank you. I hand Gotta it talk. over Gotta to talk. her and I, she does love to talk. <laughs> I do. And I a do. lot I of the times it. it's very educational. So, and so whenever oh, she's well, talking to a patient, like even I learn something sitting next to her. So it's great. So find yourself a work spouse. Okay, guys. No, but it's kind of like dating. Just be careful. Not everybody you meet is going to be your work spouse. Okay. Just like in relationships. And let me say this. I trust Rochelle, not just professionally, but with some of my personal information. Now, that's something that you build up to, right? So we've been working with each other for quite some time, so we've built up to that level. Advice to people who at work and, you know, you get along with your coworkers and stuff like that, that you might get along with your coworkers, but before you really label and make it official that someone is your work spouse, you know, I'm just saying sometimes you just kind of have to vet people to make sure that there, there are levels to this, levels of security that you they need you know that they need to pass before you can trust them with your whole personal life things about your your true marriage or your relationship your dating life your kids and stuff like that but Rachel and I have gotten there so I know a lot about her family I probably know more about our family than her family even knows that I know but that's okay they'll know after this podcast you know what (laughs) my family knows my family knows you too it's really great I know all about your kids and I have names for them <laughs> oh, I yeah. know which one, <laughs> which one we're oh, talking listen, about. That's true. I just wanted to throw something else in there. Some, but I think we already kind of talked about food, like how we know each other's food orders. There are times like Rochelle, like she would get me and there would be times I would get her. I'd be on the way to work. I'm like, do we want Filipino breakfast today? Because I'm, I'm driving by and like, we would just start our days off like that. Like we do things for each other, like you do in a relationship. And so I think that's important too. Yeah. And so a great work spouse is, is hard to come by, you know, like not every person you date is going to be your husband or your wife. So not everyone you meet at work is going to be your work spouse or your work, you know, your work spouse, work wife, work husband or anything like that. You're kind of like work dating, but anyways, it's good to have friends, you know, be friendly at work. I think that's going to be one of the key takeaways from this. Oh, you know what, Wes, you should have did a part two because there are going to be some people you don't like though. Rachelle, what do you do with when you come across people? Oh, let me say this. She goes on, when she went on vacation and didn't tell me, I was hurt. <laughs> she I was so mad that. at me. She was so because mad at one me. Of, yes, because one of the things is like when you have your work spouse, like you you go to, you look forward to going to work with them because you're like, okay, it's going to be a good day. I know who I'm working with. And like when you walk, and you guys know this, when you walk into the hospital and you lock eyes, you're like, my team is here. Yes. It's, it's like, it's good. Shit. It's good. But then when you walk on the unit or to your uh, the workplace and you're like, who is that? Who? Oh. <laughs> Who's on the schedule? Like, you don't know who you're working with. Like, it kind of change. It shifts the mood a little bit. And there have been some people we've all worked with where the mood shifts a little bit. I'll just use Rachel as an example. Like, when I know when I work with Rachel, I know what to expect. When I'm working with some other people, I'm not really sure what to expect. So my workflow, my pattern 
has to change a little bit. And I don't really like it. And I was really upset with her when she went on vacation. Put in her PTO and didn't clear it with me first. I was a little upset. But, you know, communicate with your work spouse. (laughs) We're laughing. And, you know, you're like, okay, this sounds silly. But it's not silly. Because you really enjoy the people you work with. It makes work go by faster. You're more productive. And so when they leave or they're not there, it can be upsetting. Which I know Rochelle was really upset with me. I couldn't. Um, I wasn't there to stop you from making certain decisions. And I think that's what a a work wife does. They talk sense into their counterparts and I wasn't physically there to do that. Okay. (laughs) Let me explain to the listeners what what just happened. They're like, what? So Rochelle went on a, a, on vacation. I didn't know she was, you know, so she's on PTO. I didn't know. And I'm at work. Some challenging things were happening at work, but then I also had some life things that were happening also. And so that was the time I made the decision to transition to another unit, if you will. Still the same employer, but just another unit, another division. It meant that I would be working in another area. And Rochelle was so mad at me. <laughs> she was actually the last person I told. Yes. I didn't <laughs> want to tell her. I didn't want I didn't want to tell her. I didn't want to tell you or the girls at first. Because I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to tell them? I accidentally I outed them? you at work too. I like yelled it. I was like, what? You're you're doing what? <laughs> yeah, she's like, you're leaving? And then everybody looked at me like, what? The crew was like, what? And I was like, oh gosh, how do I handle it? But and but it wasn't because they were truly mad at me as a person, but they were just like, oh my gosh, because you don't you want to work with your friends. So when you know they were happy for me that I had found a role that was more conducive to some of the things that I wanted to do, but at the same time, it was like, oh man, she's not going to be here. But I still come and visit y'all. I brought yes, Boba. That's true. I brought you Boba. But and then I have some same. days on the schedule where I'm coming back, you know, a couple times. So, uh, and we're still good friends. We, t- we still have our group chat. We talk about things. We run things by each other. I'm sure when she, I'm going to be coming to her wedding when she gets married in the near future. Oh boy, <laughs> better get it together. He better get it right. <laughs> still, and I'll be I'm at yours. Single. I already know. <laughs> yes. Well, one day when I get, when I get married, this year. but. This year. But we're still great friends. And that's, I think that's one of the other things. It's not just a friend at work. It's not just a colleague where you develop a friendship, but you develop this friendship that extends outside of that. And so Rochelle and I are going to be lifelong friends. So when she graduates for, with her doctorate degree, I will be there to celebrate and cheer her on. You're going to be but, on stage with me. <laughs> she, she thinks I'm going to be doing my, the doctorate program with her. We will see. We will see. But the thing is, she has me thinking about it. And, I, and it's because I trust her judgment. She's a good person of character. And so when she makes a suggestion, I'm like, you know what? I should really consider that. And so guys, this is my work spouse. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know that if you are listening, um, do you have a work spouse? And it'll be for a whole nother episode, but sometimes our real spouses or the people we really are in relationship who can sometimes get jealous of our work spouses. It's weird, but it's not weird because quite honestly, sometimes we're spending more time with our work spouse than we are with our regular spouse. And you develop kind of like these inside jokes and things like that, that they just don't get. You know, people don't understand nurse language sometimes. Like we could talk about certain things and we just get it. Sometimes our spouses, our real spouses don't get it. So Rachel, before I let you go, any other tips for people, suggestions, recommendations, or just any two cents on having a work spouse? Are those relationships hard to maintain? I mean, like any advice you have for the people listening? Well, like any relationship, it does take work. Now that, like, for example, now that you've left me, we have oh to put She's in. so dramatic, y'all. I left her. <laughs> so dramatic. Go well, ahead. I'm sorry. You did leave me. <laughs> but um, I'll be back yeah, on so... Thursday. What you <laughs> do? 
But um, now that we're not physically seeing each other four times a week at work, because like you said, a lot of times we're spending at work, you come home for only a few short hours, you're sleeping most of the time, and then you spend most of your daylight waking hours with your work spouse. So now that we're not seeing each other four times a week, we have to put in a little bit more effort to make sure that this connection we have doesn't sort of fade away. So that's where the communication kicks in. Like we are sending each other inspirational videos, different TikToks. I send you music, you know, and that's what keeps this together. It is extra work, but if it's the right person, then it's completely worth it. Yes, it's fun. And I just sent her chat earlier today. We sent some videos and some comments back and forth on some things. And then I will say this on my closing note. So even if you have a work spouse, that's great. Maintain that relationship. But in the event that someone does move on, there will be other people that come to your workplace. You know, be have an open mind and just be, you know, mindful. I think sometimes comparison can set in. Like I'm I'm not saying that Rochelle did this, but it could be, you know, you're comparing the new person to what your work spouse used to do. And sometimes that can make it present as a challenge when developing new relationships. It's okay. It's okay. Everyone has their gifts and their talents. And I think that you know, it's perfectly okay to have obviously more than one work spouse. I, this sounds so weird by me saying it's more, it's okay to have more than one work spouse. I do not promote infidelity in any way as far as like real relationships. But when it comes to, you know, who you're working with, I think it's healthy to, you know, just be open to, to new people. I've met the new people that have come. Like Rochelle, give them a shot. I know that they may not bring Filipino breakfast like I did, but... I'm sure they'll do something really cool and fun that I don't do. Or I well, you'll do. be glad to hear that these people that have replaced you, they are both very wonderful. Actually, I've worked with three of them. They're all very wonderful. They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just like, they are. They are. That was, they're that's great. They're, they're easy to work with. You know, we're all we're new, so we haven't reached the the closeness that you and I have. But thankfully, everyone's great. And we all miss you. Oh, thank you. It'll happen. I've met them and they're really nice too. And so, yeah, it's this is not the end. It's just till later, till later. But for those of you who are listening, I mean, I just wanted to bring my work wife on. I know we're, we're not the only ones who have this type of bond and relationship. And so it'd be cool and interesting to hear how your work spouse is. Do you have one? Do you have a couple of them? What is it like, the goods and the bad? So if you have a story, please let us know. You can send us an email to nursealice at nurse.org. We'd love to hear about it, share about it. But we thought it was just a very interesting topic, especially during the pandemic where stuff can be really hectic, we're short staff, we're overwhelmed, we're not appreciated. So having someone you can work with that can help lighten the mood definitely, definitely makes a difference. And I want to thank Rochelle for coming on the show. I've been bugging her about this. So come on. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored that you uh, chose me as your work wife. <laughs> yes. And it took a while for us to get her on here because she works two jobs and she's a professional TikToker. Like oh, the dances. Wow. On the last day, we were TikToking. Like on break, there were no patients involved. No one was harmed. We weren't ignoring things. We were on our- On our way out, actually. Break. No, we, it was at the very end. It was at the end of the day, maybe. We were but closing we did, the clinic, yeah. Yes. So we were doing TikTok videos. We'll have to repost that video. I'll have them reposted on, on nurse.org when we release this episode. You'll, <laughs> you'll see the kind of stuff that your work wife will get you to do when you're not, I'm not a TikTok dancer. I'm not a dancer, period. You'll see, she was like in the front. She was like doing it big. Like, hey, like she got this. She was the choreographer 
Of you were thing. wonderful. Anyways, I was so proud of you that day. <laughs> I know. Thank you. I did my best. I, I did it for her. I was like, I better do this damn TikTok video good because I don't want her. I got to make this last. Do my part. You guys, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I am Nurse Alice. It's always my pleasure to talk with you guys. And if you haven't already, please make sure to take a moment to share this video with a friend, a colleague, a coworker, a classmate. It's some very helpful information. And if you haven't already, visit nurse.org. Tons of great information on there as well. Everything from pre-nursing to nursing. You want to pivot in nursing, pay your student loans, and just things nursing nurses should know. And especially we, you know, if you haven't already, take a look at our nurse icon winners. We've awards for nurses by nurses who've been recognized in the nursing community. And then also monthly, we are identifying a unit of the month. Make sure to check that out and nominate your unit, obviously, because we want to recognize you for the work that you do. You don't get recognized enough. Keep tuning in to the podcast. Make sure to share it, leave a comment, rate, review it. And then if you have an idea, you want to be on the show, visit nurse.org, or you can email me at nursealice at nurse.org, and we'll be sure to get you on. And so guys, until next time, I want you to make good decisions, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.